Welcome to the Aetna Food Safety Podcast, where leading minds in food safety and technology share knowledge and experiences and discuss events and trends in food safety. Here's your host, Dr. Peter Teramina. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited that you chose to listen in to our first podcast. I'm hoping that this will provide really good audible content around food safety and food technology, and that will bring in the leading minds and, and anyone who's had good professional experience in this field who can share some insights. I'm what you would call a late adopter in terms of providing content through the podcast's uh, platforms. But at any rate, I'm looking forward to lining up these great speakers and bringing this content to bear. So who knows if you're a prominent professional in this field, I may be contacting you shortly to try to arrange a time for you to come on the show. So to kick things off, I figured I'll be the first. Okay. So I'm going to be the first interview and who better to interview me than someone who knows me more than anyone else on planet earth. And that would be my wife, Sharon. Sharon isn't just my wife. She's also my business partner, a friend, of course, my best friend. And she's listened to me vent about work-related issues throughout my entire career. So she's very qualified to interview me on a number of subjects. Sharon is also uniquely inquisitive in her nature. I think it's in her DNA because her dad is actually a retired Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Hello, welcome to episode one. I am Sharon Teramina and today I'll be interviewing Peter Teramina, president of Aetna Consulting Group, a company that provides solutions and strategies for enhancing and maintaining effective food safety and quality systems. Peter has previously held food safety and quality related positions at Smithfield Foods, the Coca-Cola Company, and the University of Georgia. He has advanced the safety, quality, and regulatory compliance of a wide variety of food products in the marketplace. He is a past recipient of the Harold Barnum Industry Award from the International Association for Food Protection and the Scientific Achievement Award from the North American Meat Institute. Dr. Termina earned his BS in biology from Valdosta State University and MS and PhD degrees from the Department of Food Science and Technology and Center for Food Safety at the University of Georgia. He frequently presents on the subject of food safety, microbiology, and published extensively in food safety research. He has written hundreds of process authority letters, designed over 150 challenge studies, and has worked on over 200 food plants. Welcome, Peter. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Glad you could be here today. Peter, will you tell me what's your greatest concern today in food safety? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. I think my greatest concern is that we have repeat recalls of food products for the same reasons. So we have recurring recalls for foreign objects, um, metal, plastic, uh, wood, etc. We have repeated recalls for that. 
and for allergens. I think those are my two biggest concerns at the moment. We have, um, you know, more of a, more of an awareness in in North America and in Europe, I would say, on maybe even globally, about allergens. And I think that's uh, a big concern: is that the industry still continues to have issues with mislabeling, uh, failure to, you know, address the label with the presence of an allergen. That's an understandable concern. What prompted you then to start Aetna Consulting Group? Well, uh, as you know, I like to work for myself. <laughs> so that's a big part of it. But um, I also have found through working at uh, corporations over 15 plus years, almost probably 20 years, that I am a service-oriented person, and so I felt like consulting was the ideal fit in order to um, serve and help more companies, more people achieve their goals in this space, and that I could actually, you know, personally speaking, I could control my workload and my workday better. Have you found <laughs> that to be the case now for the past over two years that you've been working for yourself? Have you been able to uh, measure up to your own expectations? Yes and no. So yes, in the sense that yes, I'm helping a lot of people. I'm working on a diverse range of food products and uh, food companies, beverages, meat and poultry, um, plant-based foods, plant-based protein products, uh, produce, uh, prepared foods, sauces, condiments, you name it. Uh, so. In that aspect, the workload is fascinating. It's interesting work. It's I feel like I'm able to help companies. Uh, the, on the other hand, I haven't figured out the whole work-life balance thing yet, as you are well aware. And I'm pr pretty much uh, busy, probably more busy than I should be. So I need to figure that piece out. Being your own boss has its pluses and minuses for sure, as you never seem to really possibly feel like you're off work or mm -hmm. could take a break from thinking about your clients? Well, a lot of clients produce food at all hours of the day and night and sometimes six or even seven days. So there are times when I'm called upon to weigh in on an issue or to help out with something at short notice. So yeah, there's a, there's a, that's just the nature of the, of the business we're in. So when you go and uh, present yourself and your services at a client's uh, location, what is it that you find is the first thing you start looking at? Well, there are some visual cues that, and most good auditors know this and will see what is the overall upkeep. Um, but it can even start before that in just the, the email and phone communications you have with a company can be indicative of how organized and efficient they are. And that can be indicative of how well their programs and food safety and quality are performing. So um, when I get to a facility, I think a lot of times I'm looking at those types of visual cues. And then of course, um, you know, if the, if the work calls for being involved in the production environment, that's uh, an important thing to do is to get out there and see what is, as they say in a Gemba walk, uh, to really just go and see what's happening in the manufacturing environment. 
you're certainly a hands-on person when it comes to providing your services for these clients. And mm. uh, do you find that uh, your relationship with the people that work there is ongoing or is it usually just a one-time give some advice and move on? Or does it continue on for months on end until a solution has come to for their issue? It's a little of both and it depends on the work. So I've a lot of the process authority work uh, is one and done. Usually it's a company looking to achieve uh, getting a product to market and getting through a regulatory hurdle. So a lot of those are short term, but I have lots of clients that are repeat business. And in fact, um, one in particular, uh, uh, I showed up and they invited me to be a part of their uh, Food Safety Advisory Council, which was an honor. And it's led to even more continued development of that relationship. And the typically the more I work with a client, the more I get to know their business and their their internal structure and internal people. That just makes it e- all the all the better, and it makes it even easier for me to serve them and meet um, help them meet their objectives. You know, here's an interesting story. I. I was called by a prospective client to come and help them through a regulatory issue. And it was related to, you know, environmental contamination and so forth. So I showed up. I actually drove to this location several hours. I got there. I walked into their facility. And, you know, quite frankly, I was aghast with what I saw in terms of raw food stored with cooked food, uh, potential um, cross-contamination issues, temperature, lack of control of temperature, um, overspraying of, of hoses on the floor. I mean, all kinds of, of the textbook things that you, you try to control in a food production environment. But to their credit, they reached out. They wanted help. They knew they needed to evolve as a company. They had grown, and they were, um, they were on the course to continue to grow as they were getting new business, but they had this regulatory issue and they needed my help. So over the next, I would say two years, they continued to re-engage with me and Aetna Consulting Group on projects to expand their their food safety programs and enhance them and to achieve uh, certifications through GFSI. So it was just an amazing experience to work with them through all that and see how they evolved as a company as they took on some new employees. They got more organized with their quality systems. They invested in infrastructure and repairing equipment and repairing floors and walls and ceilings. And they um, actually achieved um, SQF, certification in three facilities over that time. And it was just a, a, a privilege to work with them and see how not only did they evolve as a company, but individuals within that company grew and, and became better at what they do. So, I mean, that one is a great example where um, you walk in a facility, you see it needs work, but I'm not scared of that. If if the leadership is committed to the process, there is there is success to be had and it can be achieved. And so those are the kind of clients that I'm not afraid to work with. I'm actually honored to work with them and share in those um, 
you know, achieving those goals as, as sort of a, um, an added ad hoc team member to help them through it. That's an excellent real life example of what the whole reason you wanted to do what you're doing. You're a service minded person. You don't mind getting hands on, getting involved in the nitty gritty of the people, the culture, and through serving led them through into a successful outcome. Peter, I'm so glad we've had this time today to get to know you a little bit better, your vision for Aetna Consulting Group, what inspired you to start it, and actually what keeps you going when um, the workload is so high. We look forward to getting to know more about uh, stories especially and uh, mm. the future of Aetna Consulting Group. Yeah, I mean, I, I really look forward to getting people um, on this podcast that we can talk to them and and sh- and learn about their experiences. Um, there are other food safety podcasts out there, which I think are commendable. Um, I just want to provide yet another venue and maybe do it in my own sort of style, right? And then so because I, I you know there's some creativity involved in all this, and I actually am curious. I've I've got a list of people. It's probably about twenty people long. I'm going to be contacting them, hoping to bring them on the show, and and we'll see. We'll see how this goes. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to listening. Thank well, you'll, you. you'll have to be the one to probably help me with it because people probably would rather hear your voice than mine. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Aetna Food Safety Podcast, where leading minds in food safety share insights. You can find more information about Aetna Consulting Group at aetnaconsulting.com. Our handle on social media is at Aetna Food Safety. Please follow the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, or whatever your podcast platform. Also, if you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, think safe food.